Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm going to talk about the effect that roasting has on nuts and whether or not this is a good or bad thing when it comes to choosing what to eat. I'm also going to chat about superfoods, what makes a superfood and how they earn their title. Welcome back to the Daily Dollop podcast, everybody. My name's Kate Freeman. I'm a registered nutritionist and the founder of the Healthy Eating Hub, and the Healthy Eating Clinic. I hope you're all having a wonderful day. Fun fact about me on the topic of nuts, because that's what we're chatting about on the show today, is that my favourite nuts are peanuts, cashews, pistachios and macadamias. And I have this beautiful memory when I was a kid. My grandparents had a really big macadamia tree in their backyard and I used to love climbing trees And I would climb the macadamia tree and collect the nuts and then sit for hours on the back porch on the concrete with a little hammer, cracking open the macadamias, salvaging whatever whole nut I managed to extract from its shell, bringing them inside to show mum and dad and, of course, eating the ones that I subsequently crushed because I hit them too hard with my hammer. But I have a really positive Food association with macadamias, just because of this memory, I really enjoy them. They're so, so yummy. So on to today's topic, which is based on an Ask Me Anything episode where a listener of The Daily Dollop submits a question and I answer it on the show. So if you've got a question that you would like me to answer on The Daily Dollop, all you have to do is head to my social pages. So Facebook, it's Kate Freeman Nutritionist. And on Instagram, it's at KF Nutrition. Go to direct message me, hit the microphone at the bottom and record your 60 second question and I will answer your question on the show. So let's hear today's question. Hey Kate, my name is Rebecca and I have been loving listening to The Daily Dollop. I had a couple of questions for you and one of those was I had heard somewhere along the lines that if you take raw nuts and you roast them it turns the good fats into bad fats and that you should never have uh, roasted nuts and I know that uh, goes against there's no rules in nutrition but I was just wondering is that true? Should we be um, looking to reduce the amount of roasted nuts in our diet? And the other question I had was about superfoods. Uh, like um, I had heard that chia seeds are superfoods, but what makes them super? What is it about them that um, makes them so incredible that we should be having them regularly? Thank you so much. Amazing questions, Rebecca. Thank you so much for submitting them. I actually don't, did, don't, don't, I didn't know the answer to your question at first because in my 16-year career as a nutritionist, I've never heard that, that you can't eat roasted nuts because it turns the good fats into, into bad fats. And I thought that was a fascinating question. And so I have spent a good hour doing some research and reading some scientific papers to find out about what happens to nuts when we roast them. And the answer is going to surprise you. But before we get stuck into the science, I just want to talk 
briefly about the health benefits of nuts. They are really, really good for you. They're rich in micronutrients, rich in mono and polyunsaturated fats, antioxidants, fiber for the gut. They're really, really great. And in fact, nuts and their subsequent oils are known to contain bioactive and health promoting substances and so have long been considered to serve as an important part of our diet. And there is evidence from epidemiological studies, which is just looking at populations, which indicates that the consumption of nuts may help protect against cardiovascular disease. And it's thought that it's their lipid component, so their fat component, um, and their particularly their unsaturated fatty acids that helps offer this protection for cardiovascular disease. So nuts are great to be included regularly in your diet. And in fact, even though nuts are rich in fat, further studies show that the the fat content is not associated with weight gain or high BMI. So when we study populations with high nut intakes, that this is not associated with weight gain. And so nuts are absolutely fine to be eaten daily and in fact you know, 30 grams of nuts every day can decrease your risk of developing cardiovascular disease and offer you some good nutrition. So definitely include them. When it comes to roasting nuts, during the roasting process, a really pleasant aroma and taste is developed, which is why we like to eat them roasted. And and it's why, you know, a lot of manufacturing companies roast nuts to then sell. So all right, we like to eat them roasted. They're a little bit nicer when they're roasted. So I've linked to a study in the show notes that actually looked at the composition of hazelnuts, almonds, macadamia nuts, pistachios and walnuts regarding health-promoting and potentially harmful compounds before and after roasting under different time and temperature conditions. So a super cool study. So definitely check that out and have a good read of it. So this study found that analysis of the fatty acid profile of the five different nut nut varieties revealed no differences between raw and roasted nuts. So right there, we know that good fats were not turned into bad fats and that the profile of the fatty acids in terms of the types of fatty acids found in the nuts didn't differ. Another interesting fact that the study found is that the precursors of trans fatty acids, which we know are detrimental to health, have been detected in only very small amounts in nuts, so 0.01% in both raw and roasted nuts, independent of the roasting process. So roasting doesn't increase you know, the precursors of these trans fatty acids or trans fatty acids in general. And so overall, um, there's no influence of fatty acid composition or the formation of trans fatty acids due to roasting. So that's really, really cool. And basically, overall, the study concluded that um, the lower or medium temperature roasting of nuts may be favourable, providing a balance between health-promoting and potentially harmful nut compounds, as well as for obtaining desired sensory properties. So medium to lower temperatures is what creates a tastier roasted nut, and it's also the most favourable for providing that balance in, yeah, the compounds to make the nut 
healthier or not healthier. Um, so really the conclusion is that no, roasting does not turn good fats into bad fats. So Rebecca, you absolutely enjoy your roasted walnuts if you like them roasted or eat them raw. End of the day, it actually doesn't matter, which is super, super cool. I've linked to two other studies as well, just for some more reading. Um, One of them is a study in cashews, which found that roasting had little or no effect on the fatty acid profiles of the oils that were then subsequently extracted from the nuts and then tested. It also found that roasting of whole cashew nuts actually improved the oxidative stability of the extracted oils. So that's really cool too. And another study just looking at antioxidant um, composition found that roasted nuts had 14% more total polyphenols than raw nuts um, and the percentage of free polyphenols decreased with roasting. These two results indicate that hydrolysis took place during roasting, um, but overall it actually is matching the conclusion from other studies that shows that roasting actually overall increases antioxidant activity of nuts. So there you go. So we don't even get a detrimental effect on the antioxidant capacity with roasting. So that one is not better than the other from a nutritional perspective. The only thing I would say is that roasting is better just from a taste and textural and aroma perspective. And so if it helps you eat them, then choosing roasted nuts is absolutely fine. So that then brings me into the second part of Rebecca's question on superfoods. And I love this question because it's it's kind of starting to question, you know, popular culture and the way that we view food and, and things like that. And superfood has been thrown around for many, many years. I actually have gone back through the archives on things that I've written on superfoods and I was actually popped onto the front cover of Canberra City News a really long time ago, back in 2014. Can I believe that? Seven years ago. Oh my gosh. So long ago. I actually looked really tanned in the photo. I must have just come back from holidays. There you go. But I'll, I'll pop the link to that if you want to see my cover girl moment. But um, I talk about superfoods in this uh, volume of the Canberra City News. But basically, superfoods don't have an agreed upon definition. So talk to any nutritionist, dietitians, food scientist, right? There's no agreed definition of what a superfood is. So there's the problem right there. And certainly if you just look around in marketing and blogs and people pushing particular agendas, that the definition of superfood would vary considerably between all of those sources and often quite biased because depending on who's pushing what definition is that they have a particular agenda that they're trying to, to push with that. Overall, though, there is a general consensus that a superfood contains superior amounts of nutrition, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, essential fats, etc., compared to other foods in their class. So, for example, broccoli is superior to zucchini and green beans when it comes to vitamins and other phytochemicals, which... When I say phytochemicals, I'm just meaning plant chemical um, that promotes health, which can potentially make it super compared to these other vegetables. But I don't like that because it makes me think that 
you know, what's the point of eating the zucchini and the green beans? You know, we may as well just like focus our efforts on broccoli. But one of the things that makes a diet healthy is variety. And so a key principle of nutrition is including a variety of foods and in particular plant-based foods like vegetables in your diet that can offer a spectrum of nutrients. And so just because broccoli is more nutrient dense compared to zucchini and green beans doesn't mean that the other two are not worth eating. And I would actually say that all vegetables are superfoods from the perspective of that they contain a high amount of nutritional bang for their calorie bucks. So they're high in nutrients, but really, really low in energy. So overall, superfoods are high in vitamins, minerals, or essential fats. They often don't have an excessive energy density, um, and they're high in other health-promoting components like antioxidants, polyphenols, etc. And I think, you know, like, in, a, in our current culture, we're overconsumption of energy-dense, you know, low-nutrient, ultra-processed foods is really prevalent, that, you know, superfoods are a thing because we're all trying to find this magic bullet to health. But if you think about superfoods just being foods that have a high amount of nutrition for the energy that they contain, so nutrient-dense foods – then you'll, you'll see that superfoods can cover quite a spectrum of mostly whole, minimally processed foods from all the food groups. And so chia seeds, um, which is what Rebecca mentioned in her question, it's just popped up as a superfood because when it was first brought to market, it was found to be a really good source of omega-3 fatty acids, which are, you know, mostly found in fish and seafood, but if you're not a fish and seafood eater, it can be tricky to get omega-3 into your diet. Chia seeds are one way to do that. They're also um, rich in insoluble fiber, which is great for gut health. And I don't really know the answer as to why they got dubbed as superfood, but they are nutrient dense, you know, and, and, and great to include in your diet. But walnuts are a good source of omega-3 um, and, you know, soluble fiber, like there's, there's lots of good things in all seeds and nuts that we can include into our diet. So I think that there's just this big marketing campaign that came with chia seeds hitting the market and we're like, let's call them a superfood. And I think that most of the, the foods that would be dubbed a superfood these days are dubbed that by the, the company that's selling the product of these foods. And so we just like the idea of eating these foods. But in all food groups, if we were to map the nutrient composition of foods, there would be some foods that are superior to others in the same group. But overall, good nutrition is eating a wide variety of foods from all the food groups and, yeah, just enjoying them in the way that you like to eat them. But thank you so much for those questions, Rebecca. And guys, today, eat your nuts, roasted or not. Include some superfoods, a.k.a. vegetables in your diet. Um, stay classy and we'll see you next time. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time 
and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods, or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Thank you so much for checking out The Daily Dollop. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode.